The year is 2006. I'm Zach. I'm Charlotte. And this is My Marvelous Year. Variant cover. Here, the comic book reading club, where we go through the best of Marvel comics from its origins to today. We are in now in 2006, uh, but we are not going to be talking Marvel comics this week. Charlotte and I, uh, Dave is on break. He is, ooh, what's Dave up to? <laughs> I should have thought of something <laughs> funny for him to be doing. Um, he could he's... just not be there. We have to give <laughs> to give hmm. to explain what, ourselves. What kind of humiliating <laughs> thing is Dave doing today? <laughs> <laughs> he's bowling today <laughs> that's not humiliating i like is bowling. that humiliating um, to you n- no i like I, I used to be in a bowling I, league at first i thought you were gonna say he's bowling today <laughs> which would be like <laughs> oh, God. Ooh, yeah that's wait, really mean roast. i would never say that mm-hmm. yeah um he's off bowling today and uh charlotte and i are going to be for this variant cover talking about our desert island comic books um, I pitched this idea to Charlotte like a couple weeks ago, and she took it a little too seriously and started <laughs> stealing ago, bolts. She started she started stealing bolts from Boeing seven thirty seven Max planes, <laughs> which because uh, she she really wanted to be on a desert island. She thought uh, kind of like method acting. So um, no, I'm trying to yeah, to, sure. to create the the plane of Theseus. Uh, I've slowly slowly been uh, taking <laughs> different parts from planes and building my own, and we'll see when it starts to become uh, a new plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good idea. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, sorry uh, to anyone who's very scared about all the Boeings that are uh, well, not all the Boeings, just one Boeing <laughs> had its fuselage uh, pop. Boeing's a funny thing. name for a plane. I don't know, Boeing. Boing, boing. Like <laughs> well, only, only if you say it. Like jumping and like bouncing. It's only if you say it in a French accent that it sounds boing. like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, saying it in French accents would be voyage, I guess. Voyage? Bo- boing? Boing? Okay, never mind. Voyage. <laughs> boing. Let's, let's park here. Let's do some more Boeing. <laughs> boing talk. <laughs> um, I... Um, yeah, so I pitched this idea to Charlotte. We don't have any, like, there's no MCU to talk about. Uh, I'm actually kind of tired of, especially the shows. Like, I've actually, we've been MCU watching Loki. About. That would be. <laughs> we've been watching Loki and Echo, and, uh, yeah. I like, I've actually, I don't know. If, did you and Dave talk about Loki? I can't remember. Um, I think we like a quick recap, but, like, not that much. And mm. what if I don't think we talked about at all? Oh, I forgot about that entirely. Yeah, Loki, I've been enjoying. Uh, I've been liking Loki season two, um, but Echo is just such a disappointment. I mean, it's not disappointment. It's probably exactly what I expected. But I just really like that um, the the main actor in it um, from who was in Hawkeye. But man, the show is just it's so bland. Um, yeah. Some people seem to some people seem to dig it though. It's really hurt by that I've been watching Reservation Dogs, which is so sharp. It has, like, so many of the same actors. It's crazy. They have hired so many of the same people. And then they do nothing in Echo. And they you know, have nothing there are some interesting same people behind the cameras? 
Oh, really? No, I didn't. I no, I don't know. I, I like. I'm generally asking. Um, oh, oh, you're you're asking. Oh, uh, no, I have no idea. No. Um, but anyway, it just feels so generic and made for like. It feels so safe, especially compared to Reservation Dogs. So, um, too bad. I uh, I wish it was better. But yeah. um, but it's only five episodes. So even if you're kind of mildly curious uh it's not that big of a commitment anyway we're not talking mcu despite <laughs> all that <laughs> and we won't be for the next year because there's nothing coming out it's wild like deadpool 3 is happening this year which yeah. um is you know gonna be mcu-ish now even though it hasn't been right but it's gonna be tied in somehow but like you know it's kind of mcu adjacent now i'm, I'm assuming yeah. more than a full and mcu movie so it's kind of wild that well, we're not probably... getting any like my, my point is though like it's not going to be like the MCU as we've known it is having no movies no, no. this year, which is oh, no. the it's first be time the they've done it. Of, in... It's going to be the year of the Sony uh, Cinematic Universe. <laughs> we've got <laughs> God, Madam I've been watching Web, the Madam... Craven, and oh. Venom 3 all coming out in the same year, which is insane. <laughs> I've been seeing that Madam Web trailer in the theaters so often, and like, man, it looks, it's going to bomb so bad. It looks so terrible. It's yeah. just like, what if we made PG-13 final destination that like had some superhero stuff forced into it in 2024 rather than when that was a fun idea in like 2003 um it's crazy it looks so boring craven uh, craven i i've mildly i'm kind of interested i really like aaron taylor johnson sometimes um and the action might be good so i don't know it's gonna be very basic i think Um, but yeah we'll see i mean it just i I think think it depends on if anything craven like um we'll see well i don't know what you would do what is craven like without spider-man involved uh i mean like at least you can you could have somewhere where something where the character is at least like the big and bombastic uh version of the character that's like doesn't make sense like a realistic craven it doesn't make sense to me uh, this no, I think they're going like, to go for like, an, yeah, they're going to go for a mean, I think, R-rated, very violent action movie. And it has a good director. It's yeah. got a, J.C. Chandler is a guy who's done like a bunch of real movies and like good movies. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just on its, it, it seems stupid that it's connected to Spider-Man, but I don't know. Maybe it will yeah. be a yeah, we'll see. Another, I think, I'm, I think yeah. there are still some MCU shows coming out, I think. I, mean, I guess it's not MCU, but it's Marvel Studios. Uh, the X Men animated series relaunch, mm. I think, is this year, uh, and like <laughs> the Agatha Harkness show that somehow Which exists. All literally, all I know about that show is that Hulkling is going to be uh, introduced in it. So that's cool. I mean, it's probably going to be a Young Avengers thing, but yeah, we'll see. It's such. It's so it's so strange. Um, Anyway, I didn't I, actually. I don't know. <laughs> we keep talking about it, but I really just like. I'm, I'm pretty out on the shows and stuff right now. So if they had a movie, I'd be interested. Like I'm excited to see Deadpool three. Uh, I like the other Deadpool movies just fine. So. Anyway, we're not talking about all that. <laughs> um, we're talking about our Desert Island comic picks. We're gonna do our top three comics that we would want drop shipped to us on a desert island i would say take with us but uh some of these picks um the comic collections would be much too large to just have <laughs> packed alongside us on an airplane um yeah so here's what our, our plane goes down crashes on a desert island we're the only survivor and we find out that all the other passengers were big comic fans and they're checked baggage is full of omnibuses of these comics um that's 
that's how I'm going to like dreamcast this this scenario. Um, and so I don't. I, I just did whatever I felt like. <laughs> I don't have well. I don't know. We, we didn't actually. So we'll see. Okay. Well, we didn't talk about this, but like for me, I was thinking like this is not the. It's not my top three favorite comics, right? Like. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not bringing Watchmen here, even though it's one of my favorite comics, because it's not something that, like, it's not long enough for one. So it's something that, like, the rest of my life, I'm going to be reading this over and over again. Um, And, you know, what am I going to... Something that, like, to sink your teeth into that feels like... I I guess it kind of implies, like, a universe of something that you would want to, like, spend a lot of time with and that you don't think would get old. Yeah. so I, we can talk about it as we unveil our picks, but to me that kind of means that like I want something like very like that has breadth and depth, I guess. So like something very like yeah. wide-reaching in the topics it covers, um, and yeah. in something that like you know I would get I would get more from with each reading, right? Or like that would continue yeah. to be like rewarding on a second reading. So. Um, do you want to go first? Number three? Do you have them ordered? I have them ordered like, you know, kind of my fave or my least fave to my fave, I guess. Or... I don't necessarily have them ordered. So I have two lists of three. Um, I'll, I'll start with my first list uh, as a whole, I think. Um, Wait, two lists I, of I, three? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two lists? Okay, uh, so, so my list of three would be uh, Dr. Stone, which is a manga about uh, people slowly waking up after an apocalypse and like everything technologic and everything has been wiped out and it's very clearly describes like process of bringing back certain technologies with like uh forest material right like just nature and like m- m- rocks and stuff um so i'd pick that just to have like good guides of how to like build a shelter and stuff like that <laughs> um that's why my okay. second pick would- Wait, wait, that's... Dr. Stone's <laughs> the one with the, the really horny artist, right? Boichi? Yep. He does yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, That's yep. the one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, right, second on. one would be the entirety of Homestuck printed out. Uh, I'm sure I could <laughs> build a raft or something with that. With that much okay. paper. Oh, and I get why there's two lists. Because okay. <laughs> that means I have a phone or something uh, to, to read them. Wait, and any that's what? My three I, didn't, picks. I, didn't, I didn't hear your third Any pick. webtoon. Any webtoon? Oh, oh, I gotcha. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I so you, I did Thanks. say earlier. Uh, I did message you like a day or two ago and was like, I will be like slightly cheating with some of my picks. Um, yeah. But you really embraced that. <laughs> to fully cheated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I like Doctor Stone is a manga I read and is okay, but yeah, the art yeah I was shocked. I was like, oh, with the female characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Homestuck, I've read like, yeah, Homestuck, I've read like the, I don't know, like first hundred pages of maybe, uh, and like didn't get into, <laughs> but I'm, I wasn't curious. Yeah, same. It's, it's yeah. like a huge yeah. thing. Uh, but yep. yeah, yep, the same. Desert Island seems a bit much. Uh, and then Webtoon, I don't know, I don't know which Webtoon I pick, honestly. Um, there are Webtoons I like, but none that I love. I guess the the one I like the most would be Lavender Jack, uh, which I think we've talked about on the podcast before, which is like kind of yeah. a superhero, like Batman slash uh, Grendel kind of thing. Uh, it's like very Victorian uh, in its universe mm-hmm. um, that are, and like very cartoony uh, in its aesthetic and style. Um, it feels very 
don't know, like throwback, uh, like Will Eisner-like uh, kind of. And uh, yeah, I guess that uh, if I had to pick. But uh, yeah, that's my list of three. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy list. All right, let's do... Do you have like a second list sitting around somewhere that maybe you could also pull from? Uh, like, I just I feel can, like I we went through those that. really. I can probably find that. Oh, okay. Yeah, just shuffle through your papers, see if like you have a, a second list. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, sitting around somewhere that maybe we could use. Just because you went through those pretty <laughs> quick, so you know, I just want to make sure we have enough time yep. to fluff out the episode. A short episode. It can be a short episode. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, um, just just a second. I'll, I'll, I'll mark something on my recording. I'm going to switch to my mobile data because I feel like we have like a big. Uh, uh, we do have a big lag today. Uh, yeah. What's the word? Yeah, big lag. While she does that, can you I'm going to say uh, yes. I can hear you. Um, go yeah, listen yeah. to Extra Issues. It's the other podcast that Charlotte hello, and I hello, hello. are currently doing. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I can't do this right now. Are you there? <laughs> as soon as I stop talking, you stop talking. Okay, go listen to Extra Issues. It's issues, issues. It's the other comic podcast that Charlotte and I do. We do it monthly. Six months early access to that show um, comes through Patreon.com, um, but we are putting them out on the public feed six months after they hit Patreon. Right now, in public, we're just starting our Fantagraphic series, which begins with half of Love and Rockets. The breakdown of what we read is on there. Um, it's a great episode and a great comic. Charlotte and I both uh, really loved. I'll kind of be surprised if you don't yeah. hear more about it later. And then in the um, the Patreon feed, we are after our Fantagraphic series. We're starting Berserk, uh, the Kentaro Miura dark fantasy manga. Um, we're going to do two episodes on that. One of them is already out, and Charlotte and I are actually recording the second one today after this episode. So, um, yeah, a good place to. We just had someone talking about how they really like that show because it's like really helped them widen their comic book reading outside of superhero stuff. Even though we do some superhero things and we have um, that it's been helpful just to kind of diversify people's tastes a little bit. So um, are you back? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. (laughs) Okay, good. Still still lag, I think, but we'll uh, we'll just have to manage. But uh, do you want to start with your number three on your other list? Sure. I didn't necessarily have them ranked, but I can... Yeah, I'll start with that one. Um, My first pick, or like third pick, or whatever, um, is one that, like, it took me a while to think of it, but once it came into my mind, I was like, yeah, I have to include that. Um, And it is The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck by Don Rosa. Mm. Um, Mm. So it's like the full uh, series of everything Don Rosa did with the character of Scrooge McDuck. Um, which includes the whole, like, biography of him from his birth to becoming, like, the Uncle Scrooge uh, of um, of Doug Berg, like, that we know from the shows and stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah. and then, like, different adventures of Scrooge with Donald and... Um, oh, what are the names in English? Uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, yeah. And it's, Wait, I what mean, are they in French? I think that's... Uh, in French, it's Riri, Fifi, et Loulou. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> like Huey, Fine, Louis, but... and Dewey don't... Like, the only one that makes sense in French is Louis. But, like, Huey and Dewey don't make sense at all in, in French. It sounded like you said um, one name twice uh, to me, and then Louis. Sounded like oh, Louis. sorry. Riri, <laughs> Fifi, Lulu. I'm hearing two of the same things. <laughs> okay. Riri Fine, and Fifi to... are different things. I'm sorry. I think I heard a little difference there, yeah. Um, okay. But it's not just Louis. It's <laughs> okay. You. Anyway, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. But yes, yeah. Go on. 
<laughs> and I'm not sure Louis is Lulu, uh, uh, by the way. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, then who cares? Um, yeah, um, it's. I think it's the first thing I recorded with you, right? Or maybe it was the Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But like short episode we did for the Patreon, um, where like I I decided which comic I wanted to bring, and I I, I picked uh, I picked Scrooge McDuck by Don Rosa. Um, it's like a big comic of my childhood. Um, that like every time I came back to it and revisited it as like teenager and now now adult, um, like. I like it a bit more and I find new things to to like in it. Um, And I think it's like a good kind of like, um, yeah, I don't know, like very nostalgic to me because like it brings me back to my childhood um, Mm. while feeling fresh. And I think it's, I think like he started in the 90s probably, but his style is like eternal. Uh, Like it feels like there's a lot of jokes and and, and stuff in uh, in his artwork that like, yeah, I feel like timeless, um, and uh, yeah, Life in Times of Scrooge McDuck, and like it's like seven volumes, I think. At least the French edition is seven volumes. Uh, like I don't remember how many issues that is, uh, but like it, it, there's a like it's a pretty long comic if you if if mm-hmm. you're going with uh, the whole run. Um, so like yeah, it can, it can keep you occupied for for a little while, um, and like it 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 goes into adventures like Indiana Jones style all over the world. So you have that also. That's fun. I wanted to. I don't. I didn't want to have like comics that are all set in New York City and like uh, are kind of small in scope in that way. Um, like it's still like a very American point of view, but like uh, just fun adventures here and there uh, all around the world. So that that's fun as well. Um, yeah. See, so you like you didn't cheat to the degree that like I would have if I picked this because I would have been like, yeah, I want to read you know, The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck. So I'll just choose Uncle Scrooge comics, you know, which ran from, like, 1952 <laughs> to 2020 and included, like, a million writers. And, you know, I would have just taken I mean, the whole thing. that's the cheating version. That's, like, yeah. a lot of comics. That's, like... Yeah, you're going to be on this island the rest huge. of your life. No, I know, you're, you're I know. But, like, okay, I mean, if die I'm cheating... on this island. I mean, no... So if I'm cheating, I don't think I would put... I would pick that... Cause like, there <laughs> you don't aren't even actually that re- many odd. <laughs> well, but I mean, I mean, yeah, about, like, there aren't actually many. You get both the Carl Barks like and the Don Rosa stuff, Rosa. right? Carl Barks, though, sure, is that could good, be right? that could be one. Yeah, uh, but Carl yeah. Barks that doesn't add that many. Uh, I, I think yeah. he did, his run is longer than Don Rosa, but that's still not like yeah. that's like maybe thirty volumes with the two of them um, added together. Uh, but like I said, that I mean there are fun duck comics, but like none that I l- I think are like masterpieces, uh, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like Don Rosa stuff. Um, They're a little more old, like old fashioned adventure yeah, comics of the era. You can see where like Don yeah. Rosa jumped off of those and like built, you know, used them as inspiration. But they do feel like the like yeah, a little bit more simple versions. They're really fun though. I like all those old like forties Disney comics. Um, they're a good time. Yeah. Uh, they're very, they're very like quaint, but like, uh, like Fantagraphics has like thirty volumes of those that they've put out, like the complete yeah. Karl Barks Disney stuff. And I've like I've picked through a few of those, um, and they're fun, but they're nothing that I like feel like I would just sit and read and read and read and read. Unless I was on a desert island, then I would take the whole thing. Cause what else am I gonna do? <laughs> um, <laughs> sure, if I'm doing here, the King version, I'm picking like Karl Barks plus Don Rosa at least. Okay, so here, <laughs> here's my uh, my first cheat. Um, for my number three, I'm taking the Chris Claremont X-Men 
run. Uh, and the cheating okay. part of that is that I am including the other like spin-off series that he does. You know, to not totally oh, that's cheat. That's fine. That's not cheating to me. Yeah, I mean, like I'm saying, like New Mutants, Excalibur, like all the other stuff he yeah. was writing at the time. But yeah, um, are you Claremont's including the? Are you including the mutant series concurrent to to Clement's run, but that aren't written by him? Like, are you including post Clement X Factor, for example? But like concurrent mm. to X uh, Clement writing X Men? Oh no, because that's Walt Simonson, right? So I don't, I don't even want. <laughs> I need uh, no. <laughs> No, yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, no, you know, I kind of need it just I for like, like context, Louis Simonson right? Louis on New Mutants, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might as well. Might as well just take it. It's not, the, if it was more than, you know, just anything that is like directly tied in uh, to that, you know, whole world leading from like 75 all the way to like 92, I think. Um, yeah. You know, so, I guess that does I include mean, the Nascenti Inferno issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and are you including um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, his runs on like Ms. Marvel and Perman and Iron Fist because those are like no. X Men stuff. No, but I've... you see like no, Sabretooth so. and Mystique and Rogue uh, appearing in those. Maybe like the single issues that you know like introduce a yeah. uh, okay. like X Men character. Maybe that one issue that introduces Sabretooth. But no, besides that, I think okay. that's a little too much, especially with and how much I'm going to the... cheat in my second pick. So. Yeah, and are you including the, like, uh, post-90s Clement stuff on X-Men, like Extreme X-Men, that kind of stuff? Well, despite, I really liked that one, we had we read that one Vietnam issue um, from yeah. Claremont recently in the 2000s, but no, I guess not, just because I don't, I don't know him, so I'd say no. Um, but I think okay. it would just be a good time to take, like, you know, my big complaint about Claremont is he's so dense, um, but when you're not reading it for a weekly show... Um, I've enjoyed it so much more and I've had such a better time with it and can like really appreciate it. And, you know, I'm not quite at the level of like, this is, you know, like, I don't want to sound like condescending, like academic study worth, right? Like the, the, that there's enough there that you can write. Like, I mean, people write theses about comics all the time, uh, <laughs> present company included, um, <laughs> Yep, but uh, like, like when I see stuff that's like an academic uh, treatise about Chris Claremont's comics, like I'm not particularly interested in diving into that because I just, I guess it's just not the level that I kind of view them at. Maybe, maybe I need to open my mind more. Um, but anyway, like, it's not necessarily that I think the Chris Claremont stuff will be rewarding on some kind of like, um. Yeah, like an academic subtextual level. I just think he's very good at building up that universe and it will be a fun thing to have, you know, some kind of like adventure comic that like he dips his toes into so many different styles. There's so many different, you know, like yeah. there's eras. And it's like a even very of his good run. soap opera, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, the stuff that you're getting at the beginning with, um, oh my God, I'm totally blanking on his name. Um, the artist who's with him forever uh on uh, giant size x-men and stuff as well um uh, but Cochran. you know that dave Cockrum. thank you dave Cockrum. like that whole era is a little bit more throwback to like the 60s stuff but then just kind of like the, the writing is elevated and then around the burn era and then a little bit beyond it starts shifting into something new and a little more modern and then he kind of sets this the whole like tenor for what the 80s comics are going to be like and then, you know, you get to see the 90s come in. Anyway, like, he goes through so many different modes there. You get dinosaur comics. You get space comics. You get 
demon comics. You get like, you know, teens just hanging out, being teens. Um, there's so much, you know, variety there that I think it would be really rewarding to spend a lot of time reading them over and over again. Yeah. Um, so that's my number three pick. Okay, great pick. Thank you. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm going to continue on the superhero chain. Um, yeah, go for it. I don't have like, I have five alternatives there. And maybe you can help me pick which one I end up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know it's it's Schrodinger's list. Um, I have. Oh, that's a that's a fun fun. Like it sounds like Schindler's list and Schrodinger's list. No, no. That's, that's bad. That's no, bad. you did. No, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fun fun at all. <laughs> Thank an upsetting you. fun. Um. <laughs> um. So. <clears throat> If I'm not cheating at all and just picking like uh-huh. one superhero comic, yeah, it's probably going to be either. Oh boy, I think it's <laughs> Loki, Agent of Asgard. Um, okay. Just because I mean it's one of my favorite comics. It's one that I've like studied on a university level. Uh, it's yeah, funny. we're yeah, talking right. about similar stuff, um, and like still really really like and like even more from having done so as uh, so i feel like it can i already know it can survive me like reading it to death um mm-hmm. yeah and it also has that like kind of like scrooge uh that like nostalgia factor because that's one of like, the first marvel comic i read uh it came out in like 2014 15 and i started read, reading comics exactly around that era um so like you know, you have that bit of nostalgia of, like, that's a comic I read when I was 15. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess, like, I mean, one of my favorite comics, I don't want to delve into it that much, because I'm sure we will read it uh, at least, like, the first few issues when we get to, to 2014. Um, mm-hmm. And if we don't, I'll quit the show, I guess. Um, <laughs> and, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, one of my favorite comics, and, like, if I have to pick a specific series, bigger, like, issue one to last issue that's the one the alternative would be maybe immortal hulk but like i don't know it's it feels like a bit soon uh like i'm i'd be curious to see where i feel about that comic like in five years because right now i think it's like a great comic and one of my favorite comics of the uh one of my favorite superhero comics of of those three years yeah uh but i i don't quite know yet how much it's gonna send the the test of time um unlike loki of asgard uh, which I've already tested, and like two Al Ewing comics, which is like so. One of my cheating, cheating uh, stuff would be like the whole Al Ewing Marvel universe. Um, it's, you know, that's not big enough. That I think that's kind of fair. He doesn't have that much stuff. I think if you just kind of are like sure, the complete I, Al Ewing like, Marvel. Al Ewing does a lot of stuff for Marvel and a lot of stuff like yeah. no one knows about. Like Al Ewing does plenty of like weirdo one shots and miniseries here and there. Um, yeah, like he does rockets, he does Avengers Inc., he does a Fury one shot, he does Ant Man series, he does a Wasp mini series. Like he does plenty of weirdo one off stuffs. Um, oh, so like, he did you, you are Deadpool. Everything that was together. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you do everything together, it's like that's a big omnibus. Um, but I think it could fit into like two or three omnibuses. Um, maybe. So, yeah, I guess that would work. Alternatively, I also thought about, like, the Hickman Marvel Universe is, like, an obvious one. Um, I think yeah, it's, like... it's pretty big, too, yeah. Number two or three on Dave's uh, best comics of all time list. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. like, there's precedent to calling it one singular comic, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, that's... 
And I, Hickman's Marvel Universe would f- feel like a tighter story, right? He does less yeah, uh, weirdo one-off stuff. It's like mostly shield onto Fantastic Four, onto Avengers, New Avengers, onto X-Men. Um, and now like gods and the ultimate cinemas. Um But like that's... It feel like there's more of a center there, and like a, a continued. You can line. generally draw a line um, between all of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I feel so like Charlotte, maybe Hickman would make the, for more satisfying experience. Agent Agent of Asgard oh, yeah, is only like 15 issues, so that's something to. I know. It's like, consider. like I said, it's like the non cheating uh, pick. But, uh, but it is, it, also, it is I'm on. Quite short. Uh, I'm looking at the complete collection on Amazon right now. And this is a pretty bad review of it. Uh, Christine says, Giant comic book is the title. Uh, Two stars. I thought it was written like a novel. Instead, it's a giant comic book. Beautiful artwork. The book itself (laughs) is durable and high quality. I just have a hard time reading that comic book style. So it doesn't sound like it's maybe all that hot, uh, despite all your hyping it up. Perfect review of a comic. Uh (laughs) (laughs) It's incredibly funny to be like, I bought... I bought a comic book and then like, oh, comic books. That's not for me. <laughs> I bought a Loki book and expected it not to be a comic, like a Marvel book. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess um, there are like some Loki novels uh, from like the MCU sure, and stuff, but yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <coughs> um, yeah. And I, I had another one, but I, oh yeah. The, my, another alternative would be like following one character and doing like, the whole reading list of that character. Um, and if yeah. that's so, yeah. I'd pick Daredevil. I think that's the obvious pick. Uh, I think X-Men yeah. or Daredevil, but like probably Daredevil. Because uh, that's like, mm. you get mm-hmm. so many bangers there and so many great runs. Um, yeah, he's, like, he's uh, the most consistent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. if um, it. I mean, you know, they switch volume numbers, but like Daredevil at least doesn't sprawl out into like, it's not Spider-Man where sure, you're like, Spidey, oh, I... No. I want to take Amazing Spider-Man, but that also then includes Web of Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man, like all the different spin-offs. Like Daredevil's pretty much just confined to Daredevil. I I don't know. I mean, well, just like uh, I was thinking like DC then. I was like action comics, DC comic, detective comics, those both run for like a thousand issues. But then they have the same sure, issue yeah, where at yeah. some point you're going to get like the series is really like detective comics. And then next to that is Batman. And then next to that is like the Dark Knight or whatever thing they're going to do. Or it's action comics yeah, yeah. and Superman and Adventures of Superman. And, you know, like you're going to start not getting the full story. So like Daredevil's pretty good. Daredevil's, I mean, Daredevil comics yeah. are I, I most think consistent. I, yeah. If I have to pick one cheating one, it's probably either Hickman or Ewing, um, which is a tough call. But I think I'd pick Hickman just by virtue of having, like, more straight, uh, like, one-line story. More straight um, representation, and like, yeah, in your comics. You know what? Oh, more sorry, that's not what you were going to say. Hickman than in Ewing, that's, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for in my comics uh, but these yeah. days. Yeah, um, so, like, I guess the, the entire Marvel works of, uh, of uh, Jonathan Hickman. Wow, wow. That's a, it's a fun pick, even though I haven't actually read very much Hickman. Um, yeah. Oh, my question. My question to know at which point we're cheating. Uh, Hickman is still writing Marvel comics. Does does yeah, my omnibus update magically uh, <laughs> as new comics mm, come out? No, no, I'd say no. Because <laughs> ah, that would that's going to pertain to uh, some of my picks. It didn't pertain to Claremont X Men, but 
It will for my next two. Um, my number two, which I'm realizing should have been my number three. I forgot. I mixed these up, but it doesn't matter. Um, is Archie <laughs> Comics. Uh, not... Ooh. Well, that's... Is that only yep. one series? Oh, no, Charlotte. When I say Archie Comics, <laughs> I mean the publisher. Archie the entire Comics. publisher. <laughs> yeah, because I, oh, you boy. know, like... Because, it, you know, you've got Archie, you've, got, Jughead, Marvel you've comics got Betty and Veronica, whole. you've got... <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I, I just haven't read enough to say I just want Archie. I'm assuming if if I had to winnow it down, I'd say just plain old Archie. But like they're kind of they're also intertwined that it's like really not like they have the same writers. The same writers pop in and out on like different series. And it really is just like, are you writing a Betty and Veronica story? Well, we've got the Betty and Veronica magazine this week. But then also like Betty and Veronica and Jughead are in Archie. So I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about it to spice it up. But Archie has been running since, like, the 40s, I think. Um, I've been reading some of his older stuff. 1939. Um, I think it would just be very rewarding because, one, there's so much of it. It's really funny. Um, but also, like, it is a little bit of, like, a walk through history and American culture from, like, 39 to present day. Where, like, when you read it in the 40s, you're like, wow, this is what people were worried about for teens huh like that they don't pay attention to crosswalks yeah. <laughs> like we're sco- like this this <laughs> issue is about scolding teens for not using the walking backwards into the road because uh, they don't realize cars are dangerous now <laughs> like it's, it's stuff like that um that's really funny you get these like little psa things um that are sometimes really good like even though it is like you know a little moral lesson packed in sometimes they do it like with a really light touch and uh like a good sense of humor, um, man. I really want to talk Archie. And then you get to like for extra Punisher versus point. Archie and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, I guess you include the modern stuff, right? You know what? I'll even say no. I'll say I'll stop before the like Ooh. the Mark Wade relaunch because I haven't I haven't read that stuff. But and I know people really like it. It doesn't. Uh, I I've read a few issues of it, but like it isn't. Cool. It feels like maybe like a revamping of what Archie is, right? But like it is not the like pure archie experience to me um so you know i i i'm speaking out of my ass so much when i say that like people who really like archie I who mean, like those comics yeah, i'm thinking of one specific knows... person in our slack who's gonna be like what are you talking about <laughs> um sorry and everyone Steven. knows the pure but, archie uh, experience is just watching yeah. Dale and reading nothing <laughs> yeah it's incredible <laughs> yes um yeah. i mean even with those comics i think they are still writing <sighs> If I'm not mistaken, I think they're still making Archie comics in, like, the old style also. Um, yeah. If not, I don't even yeah, know. Maybe so. those are the only ones. Every, every Freedoming Book Day you get an Archie thing, I think. Yeah. 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 But also they have so many thousands of... Cause, you know, it was, like, these long-running series that would come out... Um, have been coming out for 60, 70 years. Uh, of Archie, of Jughead, of Betty and Veronica, of Josie and the Pussycats, uh, of Sabrina... Right, so like those collections have so much to pull from. Um, it's yeah. that's going to be the hardest part of it if we ever want to cover this on extra issues is how to like, you know, what collections to choose basically to try to get like a representative portion. They have some great collections though. If anyone's interested, um, they have the like it's like seventy years of Archie Comet collections. I think that's what they're called. You can ping me in the Slack if you want me to find it for you. But they're really nice because they give like historical um, context to the comics, but also they like will start back in the early days and like move forward um 
so you get like it's a little bit of like a my marvelous year for archie comics um so yeah it's really nice anyway archie i think just would be like there's so much of it and it changes over time and it is just like you'll get continual snapshots of like time and history that i think um would give you a lot to chew on over time and then also it's really funny so you know and i'm gonna be stuck on a desert island i don't need anything too grim like jonathan hickman comics um so yeah <laughs> Way grim, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and that's that's a really <laughs> good pick um and i think Thank the you. one for, it, it wouldn't surprise me if it's the one from all this that i know the least about because i i've probably yeah. read a few like pages uh like one page gags here and there but like i've never I've like, only opened just an read it book or like, something same yeah. i mean before yeah. love and rockets i never had any interest but love and rockets sure, yeah, inspired yeah. me um yeah. and it's yeah it's, it's very good yeah i'm curious okay okay so i am also very curious to see if you and i will have the same number one no I, i'm sorry i didn't choose love and rockets sorry okay um all right that's fine <laughs> <laughs> I thought well, I mean, about it. I really, really thought about it. Picks. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, so. Here's the thing. Um, I had like a few, few ideas floating around, uh, and I could honestly like this version of this episode where I say eleven rockets. But like literally two, three minutes ago, I thought of a better idea that I can't believe I didn't think of. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Baby, I'm reading I'm one, the entirety of One Piece on that island. <laughs> no, come on, no. <laughs> Look, yeah, I really like what I. Mean, it's... I, I I it's own so all the long. huge box sets of One Piece. Like, I've spent $500 <laughs> collecting One Piece. Yeah. I really like One Piece. Uh, but it's it's going to get boring. <laughs> like, it's going to get boring know. the it's second fun. and it's third. It's so and, long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you get you you, you take breaks uh, between between arcs or stuff, like, to, to pace it out. But, like, I mean, you've, you're getting a lot of comic in that comic. Uh, that's it's for true. sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. <coughs> um, and also, my my thinking is, um, you know, the guy from one of the like earlier issues that's like living on his own on an island in a big chest, and like he's stuck in that yeah. chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's me. I think that's if I'm on a desert island, that's me. Uh, I'm like stuck in a like, like golden chest. Uh, game on, yeah. Who lives with all the animals? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gay man uh almost there almost yeah. there um, <laughs> sorry <laughs> terrible <joke. laughs> pretty good um, um uh yeah have you, have, one piece uh i i i do get I, it crossed my mind briefly i just think like probably by like year two or three of being on the island i would be like i never want to look at this again like i already I mean, feel that way about the way like I'm the first 10 it. volumes that i've read so many times yeah I mean, the way I'm thinking about it is, I'm not gonna survive more than a year on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You're so you're like, um, you're rushing to get all these comics read before you you know die of exposure. <laughs> yeah, you're, I mean, you're it's like more like trying to. Uh, I've got. I mean, yeah, I guess the way I went about it was less desert island and more like I have one year to live. Uh, what are the only comics <laughs> I'm gonna read for that year? Um, you, you, but, uh, yeah, these are your death, you have death row comics. <laughs> yeah, the idea is that you, yeah, will be exactly. That's a death row for comic. Years. That's a very good, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. so funny. Um, no, I'm, I'm surviving. That's a very I'm good thriving. death row comic, especially if like you can't be executed as long as you haven't finished reading it. The, the, the part about that that sucks is that your plane will crash, uh, and you will have 
75 80% of one piece with you and you will never see the ending <laughs> right yeah um, that's that's he's not that, he's not done with it yeah true. but yes i i think I mean, it's a pretty good my pick. alternative was i really wanted <laughs> to have a manga so my alternative was full mental alchemist um but that's like that's very short that's i mean that's very short that's it's not that short but like four days in thailand like 24 volumes yeah. volumes i think yeah uh but i mean it's one of my favorite mangas so yeah maybe i I love it too but i don't know if there's that much to like chew on i think you'd kind of get like you just know every beat and you would i think just kind of internalize it and maybe get a little bored of it um yeah something like straightforward like you know like that um i love i love that that comic as well but uh, okay, well, my number one, Charlotte already spoiled it. It's Love and Rockets. Everyone obviously, knew. it's everyone Love and Rockets. Knew. Yeah, everyone knows. It's obvious. Um, if you have not been listening to Extra Issues, we have covered Love and Rockets over two episodes. It's the work of two brothers, Jaime and Gilbert Hernandez. And it is an anthology comic, kind of. That's not quite right. It's like um, the two brothers write their comics. Uh, it kind of is, and then it kind of isn't. Anyway, it's like these two brothers have their own little universes of, you know, like comic universes that they write, and then like each issue bounces back and forth between them. Um, we did, we did one episode covering just Jaime's work, one episode covering Gilbert's work. Um, they're both these incredible, far-reaching portraits of like communities, um, friend communities. Actual like, uh, one is literally just about a village, but they center around the people largely and they just feel like these comics that like contain the whole world in them right they like have love and war and children and aging and uh you know discrimination and race and sex and like it's just like you know music and punk music and wrestling and sci-fi comics like it's all this stuff you know mushed together um and i've only read about half of it which is crazy uh there's so much more that i've never even touched because they're still chipping away at it um but it just feels like a comic that i would be able to read you know like it feels like a comic that in my life now i'm going to be like dipping my toes into every year or two and like rereading and probably getting more out of depending on like where i am in life like i think it's going to reflect differently back on me um it's just yeah. it's so totally rich <laughs> Uh, I was, and yeah, I was I mean, only thinking about it as like the the first fifty issues, which is like the original run, the first volume yeah. of Lone Rockets. Yeah, and that didn't feel like that didn't seem like that many. I mean, that many pages, I guess. Um, if we're adding like every Love and Rocket stuff uh, up to the the current stuff, that's that's it's definitely tempting, a stronger huh? stronger pick. Ah, that's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a lot very of stuff there. pick. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, if you haven't, doing extra issues has been, like, (laughs) getting exposed to Love and Rockets uh, and finally reading it and sticking my teeth into it, like, has made extra, I mean, extra issues has been worth it for a ton of reasons. I've really enjoyed doing it. But, like, that has been the most, like, rewarding outcome um, of the the whole show is discovering that comic. And I think it's my favorite comic ever. Um, You know, I'm hard-pressed to think of something else that I you know, I like more. Um, so yeah, love and rockets. Uh, if you are, (laughs) here's the thing. If you go to read it and you're a little intimidated by it because the beginning of it is somewhat intimidating, uh, either listen to our episode because you can listen to it. It doesn't really spoil stuff. It's not really a spoilable comic. Um, just to 
listen to the episode just to kind of help guide you through a little bit or uh, reach out to me in the Slack and we can chat about it because you can kind of jump in at different places and then go back. Um, I actually think it might work a little easier um, if you're not like forcing yourself through it, you know, for a comic book reading club. Um, Yeah, it's a comic that's very easy to just like catch midway through Um, because like even if you start at the beginning, it doesn't necessarily feel like a beginning. Um, It's very good at like feeling like just life uh like you're you're meeting those characters at like a random point in their life and like you're following them for a while and then following different characters in that world or like their in their friend group or like families um so it's very yeah it's i don't know it's it's different from any other comic that i can think of in that way uh where you can just like open a random issue and you're like you wouldn't feel more lost than reading issue one. Um, that's that's yeah, totally that's it. Is like you'll start issue one and be like, okay, like I just feel a little like there's a lot of people, a lot of stuff being thrown at me. There's so many like who are all these people? If you, it's the same exact thing as if you opened issue ten or issue forty, you would just kind of get tossed in and be like, who are all these people? And then like once you kind of just spend enough time with them and learn who they are, then you read it again and you're like, oh, okay, they were here all along, like. Look at this. Like, this character was here from the beginning, acting just like they always do. Anyway, it's uh, it's remarkable. So, yeah, that's my uh, my number one. Perfect. Yeah, I guess if I have to rank them... I didn't actually rank them. Um, if I had to rank the three picks I have, which are Scrooge McDuck... Uh, I mean, The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, um, One Piece, and the entire Marvel Universe of Jonathan Hickman, I think it's... Oh, boy. I mean, you're taking all three. It's... It doesn't really matter. Like, <laughs> sure, I, but uh... like you, you rank them, yeah. uh, and this episode is yeah, long yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, coming up on an hour. My, th- I guess number three is One Piece, because um, mm-hmm. the one I'm okay. least uh, certain about. Um, number two is Scrooge McDuck. Number one is Hickman. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a Marvel nerd. Uh, I love this comic. So yeah. I'm I'm and excited. It's probably the I'm, ones I would reread the most. Uh, I'm so excited to get to yeah. uh, to the Hickman verse. You know, just based. I I'm sure and me like because like of those series, is, like I haven't read his earlier stuff. Like I've never read Shield or Fantastic Four. Um, mm, like mm-hmm. I started reading with Avengers. So like I mean, a, a third of 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 that run uh, I haven't read. So like I'm really really excited to discover it. There's just been there's been a lot of comics that are very hyped, um, and then I get to them and I'm excited, and then I read it and I'm like, oh well, that didn't like, you know, I'm a little disappointed it didn't land quite the way I hoped. Yeah. But like I've read so much Hickman that I'll be shocked <laughs> if that happens because I just yeah. like I generally really vibe with his writing. So um, if uh, this oh, yeah. is you know Charlotte and I and Dave you know in the future we'll be doing more. Um, more stuff like this for variant covers will be like choosing a topic that's not necessarily like what's happening this week in comics and chatting about it. So if you listener have any ideas for stuff like this, you know, like lists for us to do uh, discussion topics. I have a few of them floating around. Charlotte came up with a really good one. That I think we're going to do for a Patreon bonus yeah. episode. Um, actually, we can we'll just say what it is because it will go up at some point. Um, we're going to choose a bunch of writers who would generally not ever do a marvel comic um like who's the examples like junji ito right 
or um, Durf Backdurf is an example you pick, the guy who writes these yeah. like nonfiction comics, Kent State, and um, stuff like that. I'm going to choose a bunch of those and then like cat, fan cast like uh, comics for them to, to write. So I think we're going to be brewing on that soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next... Question for you. Is your yeah, death row list any different from your Desert Island list? Oh, that's interesting. Like, if I had a year, it, this is not something I'm going to be reading over and over again. Yeah, totally. Totally yeah. different. Because then yeah. it would be, it probably would not be like, like, I'm not taking Claremont and I'm not taking Archie. I might take Love and Rockets. Um, but if it was okay. like, you know, in the next year, you have a year <laughs> and this is something you could read. I mean, it would probably be yeah, either yeah. something. <laughs> to help me consider uh you know my own mortality or it would just be something long that um i've just always wanted to get around to reading like i like i considered hellboy like the mignola verse for this yeah um but i decided against it but that like is pretty high up um like a death row comic so yeah. uh yeah yeah that would be and a very that, that's a very different framing for me yeah and <laughs> follow-up question What's the comic you'd like? I mean, your your plane is crashing. You're waking up on the desert island. Everyone's gone. There's no one but mm-hmm. you. You yep. open crate, and there are, there's one comic book in there. In there, what's the comic you want least to be there? <laughs> I thought I almost thought. And why is this invincible? Too. Yeah. Um. God, invincible. I mean, it's a it's a hard question because like it had to be something I hate. Because Invincible's a decent answer because it's just a comic that I feel like, like very mild about. Like I'm, yeah, very mildly positive. But I'm mildly positive about it in a way that like I'm mildly positive about forty percent of the Marvel comics we read, where I'm just like that was okay, that was fine. You know, like it, it's a yeah. it gets a little bit of a shrug from me. So like it wouldn't be like I'd open it and be like, oh my god, it's this. Um, <laughs> it would have to be like something that I hate. Um, I don't like hate that many comics. I mean, it would be you know, I don't know, because like most of the comics that I really hate are ones that are just offensive to me, and like I wouldn't sure, be like, like oh no, Marvel's here, like, but like yeah, yeah, and you know what? Like Holy Terror is at least kind of interesting. <laughs> I've read Holy Terror. <laughs> um, like, yeah, that definitely wouldn't be it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird com. It's a weird pick because it would just be like, I mean, the the answer is just any random boring thing. You know, some like random issue of an idw yeah, boring, sonic the hedgehog marvel issue 30 sonic the hedgehog 36 you know <laughs> something like that where i'm just like okay well, <laughs> well this sucks this could have been anything cool but it's just this yeah, stupid comic big, big. <laughs> yeah sonic the hedgehog oh, comics yeah. I, but i'm thinking i'm thinking what? about it in terms of like uh a, a, a pick that would be someone else's like cheating pick right so it's like the entire omnibus of I, I like. I don't even know, right? But like a big thing. I think that's not like one random issue. Sonic is actually a um, pretty good pick for me for that. Sonic's then. pretty good. Like yeah. the entirety of the Sonic Archie comics, because Archie Comics, the publisher, is the one who puts that out. But like Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog as a comic is pretty painful to my eyes. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, probably, probably that. Yeah, that's good. What about you? Uh, Do you have an answer for that? I, yeah, I mean, I, I ask question, but I don't know if I have an answer, honestly. Um, it would just be something yeah. that like big and long and sprawling that feels like a missed opportunity where you're like really this like 
yeah. I have to get into this comic now? Like, I'm definitely, I guess maybe it's probably something that you feel like you're like, well, I'm going to read it because I got nothing else. So, like, I will yeah, sit down yeah, and read it. Thing, but, like, that, yeah. but it's going to force you to, you're going to have, like, an antagonistic it would probably be, you know, like Miller World books for you or something, right? Like, Oh, that's um, a good pick. I mean, I was thinking about like, um, and I, I, I was thinking about like French and Belgian, I mean, European comics. Um, and there's yeah. like a big thing of, uh, I mean, like current day nostalgia comics, like comics that are being drawn and written in 2023, like it's the 70s. Um, yeah. I mean, in the same way that like you have that at Marvel and like in 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 American comics, um, but that's like that's something that I guess is more annoying to me because like that's stuff I used to read when I was a kid. Like it feels it feels closer to home, um, mm-hmm. and like I know yeah the entire uh, omnibus of like one of those bad fantasy series with like. Uh, all female characters are tits out, butt out, uh, like in just like a, a dress that is sticking to to their body, like that kind of uh, yeah. art style yeah, of yeah. Uh, European comic. Uh, that'd probably be the one that's most grating to me. And I don't, have, I don't, I don't even have like a name of a comic oh, like, like that. But like, there are plenty out there. What's that? Witch of the Black Rose that we covered forever ago. Yeah, the European version uh, of that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tarot, Witch of the Black Tarot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tarot Witch of the yeah, Black yeah, Rose. Witch Although that's kind of that's kind of funny. Like Tarot's, it's kind of dumb. That's funny, but, but would it stay funny. funny after like <laughs> a week? It's I can't believe that comic's still going. Like, they're, yeah, they're yeah, still yeah. putting out issues of that comic. Hundred and thirty nine issues. Wow. Um, yeah. So if you have ideas, listener, for us to do stuff like this in the future, um, shoot us, shoot me a message on Slack or uh, my mermaid yeah. or gmail dot com. Um, we're going to be covering, let's see, it's 2006. This is uh, either coming out, let's see, we're going to be doing some X-Men stuff coming up, or they just came out. Um, Brubaker on Captain America, Brubaker on Daredevil, I think, is about to start. We're going to be getting into, Ooh, yeah. yeah, a lot of, like, Patreon-back stuff, um, which is kind of fun, adding in some, like, interesting stuff. Why don't I get too um, much, but um, that's, uh, that's up to personal opinion. <laughs> You you did what? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I said one would argue too much Patreon stuff, but oh yeah, yeah, it's been it's pretty stacked. <laughs> I, I did tell people like this is the last you get to add for a while, uh, but um, yes, yeah, yeah. Fun. We, it's fun. We get to quite see what, a bit of stuff. What people are interested in in us talking about? Yeah, and I think like none of it is stuff where I'm like cringing at uh, the addition. Actually, I I haven't listened to you sure, and Dave because yeah. I was I was sick with COVID. The episode that you did the all Patreon stuff. Uh, how was the like? Generally, how did you feel about those X Men comics? I don't know what comics were in that. I have to. I have to look at the list. I think there was. Uh, okay. Was it I'll, the one I'll where there was Drax and stuff? Oh. No, that was the one you and I did. This is last week. It was one week ago today. <laughs> uh, Time is. And it was just you and Dave. Um, okay. Oh, the X Men one and eight and Kenny X Men stuff. Yeah. That was interesting. That was an interesting uh, one yeah. for sure. Uh, I yeah, think I, I really still got to sit and read this. Have a better look at Dismation. Um, and it allowed us to talk about like what works, what doesn't work in that uh, semi-event. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Those one were really, really interesting picks. I'll cool. admit. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad. Yeah. All right. Well, Plus thank you all for listening. And can X Men by Clement's Mojo issue that feels like it's straight up out of uh, 1983, but that's okay too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Uh, I, I was warned that it was a Mojo issue when he told me to add it. 
I was warned. All right. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Charlotte, for co-hosting. Thank yeah, you, listeners, that. for listening. Thank you for Disaster Piece for writing music that we used for our theme song. Um, we will <laughs> see you next year. See you next year. Bye.